Hello, this is Aaron. And Katie. From Z1. Welcome to our one year anniversary special. Ooh. Ooh. Can I fire some stats at you, Katie? Ugh, if you have to. You like stats? No, I don't. But you're going to tell me them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So our trailer came out on the 24th of May, 2021. Our first episode came out on the 6th of June. How many people do you think listened to that first trailer? Two. Two. Me and you. It was more than me (laughs) and you, although I did actually hear it. Did you hear it? The trailer? Yeah. More than once, yeah. More than once. You kept making me listen to it. Oh, okay. Not when it was live, surely. Uh, I think you did. Did I? Just to get the numbers up? Probably. Oh, I did that back in the old days. Don't do that. A year ago. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) In the old days a year ago. 42 people heard that. Oh. Not too bad. Is that how many relatives we have? Yeah. Uh, a year on, uh, 21,000 people have listened, or 21,000 downloads we've had. Uh, 60 countries we've reached. How many countries is that out of all of them? That's about a quarter. Uh-huh. And bear in mind, some of them don't have internet, like <laughs> like us in Z1. Yeah. They're all in apocalypse worlds. <laughs> <laughs> they live in the real apocalypse. From Basingstoke to Bahrain, that's where we've reached. Mm. Places like Guatemala and Belize and Philippines. Philippines people go mad for us. Philippines people. Is it Philippines? Filipino. Filipino, yes. The Filipinos, they go mad for us. (laughs) 63% of our listeners are American. America! They love our accents. It's been confirmed. Yeah, can't help it. We're just so damn sexy. (laughs) (laughs) 25% 25% from the UK and Ireland. It's not enough. It's not enough. Considering we're English, no. it's not enough. Come on, UK people, where are you? Where's my UK fam? Uh, what else? Then we have uh, Australia and Canada, then India, and then Sweden and Norway, New Zealand. Those make up the rest of our major listener base. Any surprises in there? No. No? <laughs> the major podcast hearing nations of the world. Yeah. They were all expected on my list, <laughs> <laughs> including Bahrain. <laughs> I think we're like one from Bahrain. So if you are the one person from Bahrain, cheers, my dears. Thanks. So we're going to answer a bunch of the most popular questions we've been fired at over the last 12 months. Starting with the most obvious one. Lots of people have asked us this. What's Farringdon really like? Sleepy. 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 Hmm. Apart from when we're trying to record a podcast and then everything outside just breaks loose, like outside there's a hen party or something right now. Yeah, we just heard them cheering, yeah. Who has a hen party on a Monday night? (laughs) Dogs will bark, the rain will pour, there'll be thunder and lightning every single time. Traffic, yeah. We live in the quietest little estate. We try and record something outside and there's traffic everywhere. Yeah, I did that once. Yeah. Sound effects outside. And all we could hear was cars going past. Yeah. It was a big change for us, I think. Not moving to Farringdon, but we moved from uh, Kent, which was uh, a lot more deprived, but bustlier. Not sleepy. Not sleepy. Nearer London. It's like London without money. Um, (laughs) We moved from Kent to Oxfordshire maybe 15 years ago when we moved to a tiny little village called Aston. Do you remember? Tiny little Aston. That mm. was really sleepy. One pub, one post office that shut at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Hardly any bus routes or public transport. One bus. <laughs> it had a pottery barn. Perfect if we were retiring. 
it was an old people's little village, wasn't yeah. it? It was tiny as well, the village, teeny tiny. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we come to Farringdon. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think we do mention that in the podcast. We have been here 10 years, true to podcast form. And yeah, it's, it's sleepy. It's, um, it's sleepy, but it it has stuff going on when it needs to, but yeah, for the, most of the part, it, it's a sleepy little town. The community puts on quite a few things during the year. We've got Queen's Jubilee coming up. Well, that's for everyone, yeah. That's not just Farringdon. Yeah, no, but they're putting on something special. But they're special. putting on stuff, yeah. yeah. We have Folly Fest. Oh, yeah, Folly Fest. Folly That'd Fest. be great. I'd so love to play Folly Fest. The famous Folly Tower. Can we do Z1 at Folly Fest? Uh Live, yeah, uh, I don't think they'll want us. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. I mean, it's it's got the same problems as as most towns and villages in that the the high street or the market square is is kind of run down. There's not many businesses uh, that are open there, um, and there's more people here than amenities. So mm-hmm. that's a common mm-hmm. problem, I think, nationwide. But apart from that, it is a rather lovely place. It is. I like Farringdon. Yeah. Uh, What's the first zombie movie you saw? I think this is more of a question for me, but do you remember your... Well, yeah, it's probably more for you, because I don't pay attention. The first zombie film I saw, or the first zombie film I remember seeing, because <laughs> that's different, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, okay, because well, go, I've probably go. watched zombie films yeah. before, but not willingly. I'm not talking about willingly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember... Even the other day we were talking about a zombie film you said that I'd seen. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember seeing it. Uh, That was uh, Zombieland. um, So the first zombie film I remember seeing and willingly watched and enjoyed... Oh, wow. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, so that would have been about 2008, 2009. Mm, Yeah. Before that, any zombie film wasn't interested. Okay. Um, But there's been a few few since then that have been interested in, but not many... And not many have watched willingly. That ties into another question, actually, later on, but I'll answer this one as well. Uh, so the first zombie movie I saw was Dawn of the Dead. I watched it when I was eight years old, way too little to be watching that kind of film. But I had an uncle uh, that used to look after us when my mum and dad were working, so he would like come and look after me and my sister when we were little, particularly during the summer holidays, and he used to rent out at the local video store with his 50p in hand. And he used to bring home the most terrible gore, not the kind of thing that I or my sister should be watching at those kind of ages. Uh, he, he brought back like things like Zombie Holocaust and I Spit on Your Grave. The thing, the thing freaked me out for months on end after. Is this why you still have nightmares? <laughs> no, I have, I have sleep paralysis. That's a different thing. Um, but... And Dawn of the Dead was was amongst them, but that didn't freak me out as much because because of the overacting, because of the special effects. You can obviously, you know, it it hasn't dated well, um, and even back in the early eighties, it was it was quite obvious it wasn't real, even to an eight year old brain. So yeah, that was my first the first movie that I saw. Chrissy at uh, Danger Danes and uh, many other things as well uh, says Aaron is clearly a zombie flick nerd. Is Katie also, or is she just along for the fun ride? Well, my last answer to the last question would suggest I'm just along for the ride. (laughs) I wouldn't say fun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the podcast is fun, yeah. I'll give you that. But 
yeah, not the not the zombie flicks. No, they're not my bag. Walking Dead, yeah, I like Walking Dead. Well, Walking Dead is kind of like a really long film. Well, shush. I like Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I like Walking Dead. I like Shaun of the Dead. I like a few zombie films, mm. but I'm not. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, really. I haven't made you though. I haven't made you watch films though. You obviously made me watch Zombieland. I didn't make you watch that. Well, I paid no attention to the fact I was watching it. I don't oh, even okay. remember watching it. So you obviously made me. But in the podcast, <laughs> I'm I'm always making you watch these films, or I did before the electric went out. Yeah, true. But that's not true. That's something that's not true in real life. I don't make, I think make you watch all it's of It's equals, movies. isn't it? Like, I'll watch stuff you want to watch, you'll watch stuff I want to watch. It's, yeah. e- it's equals. We don't make each other do it. It's true. We're quite capable of getting up and going in the other room if we don't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't made me watch DIY SOS. I haven't made you, no. no. I watch that when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Nick Knowles. What's wrong with Nick Knowles? I like Nick Knowles. <laughs> I want him to come and do my house. How prepped are you for the end of the world in real life? Oh, more than we'd like to be. I mean, more than I'd like to be. You're quite prepped and I'm begrudgingly letting you use the cupboard. What, because I bought that uh, <laughs> wind-up radio? You've got a wind-up radio. Yeah. You tried to buy a wind-up torch, but it was ridiculously crap. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible idea. Just a bad brand, I think. Mm. What I was trying to say is you've got food stashed in the cupboard, taking up my cupboard space, yeah. <laughs> and we just have random gadgets around the house that we'll never use unless there's an apocalypse or another lockdown and we all get stuck indoors again for months on end. You have a bag of rice in the cupboard <laughs> and some tinned peaches. <laughs> we'll see about that or give it to the Harvest Festival. Oh, well, yeah. Do you think you survived the zombie apocalypse? Oh, yeah, definitely. You wouldn't. What do you mean I wouldn't? I'm prepped. No. I'll be all right on food for a week. I'll be all right on food. But what about killing zombies and surviving? Ah, easy, yeah. Yeah, no problem? I'll just pretend they're you. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Uh, Yeah, I think I could easily kill a zombie, yeah. It takes some practice, but yeah. What are you going to practice on? You. All right, fair enough. (laughs) I don't know what... Teddies? I don't know what you want me to say. Well, you won't really know until you try it. Yeah, so I'll just... you're out there. So I'll just, I'll just get on with it, won't I? Mm. Aim for the head, obviously. No, obviously. And then, you know. Aim for the brains. That's it. Uh, do you think Hendrix is the most famous fictional hamster? Oh, maybe. How many hamsters can you name? Famous hamsters. Fictional ones. I'd say probably the hamster out of Malcolm in the Middle is the most oh, famous. Yeah. Dewey's hamster. What's his name, though? Oh, I don't know. There's a character in Overwatch that's a hamster, I think. I've not played it. No. And there's a special patrol group out of the young ones. He was an aggressive Scottish hamster. I kind of had him Scottish in mind. Scottish hamster. Yeah, I kind of had him in mind when I created Hendrix. I'm not saying Hendrix is Scottish or overly aggressive or headbutts teddy bears. Um, <laughs> is he the most famous, Hendrix? No. Um, is he top five or top ten? Possibly. Let's, let's get him to number one. Let's get him to number one. <laughs> we've got to get him more involved and get him out into the yeah. out into the streets of Farringdon. What is your favourite film? Doesn't have to be about zombies. Best film of all time for you. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Well, that is a Always good and forever. Yeah, that's definitely my top ten. It's definitely my favourite film ever. And I've seen it like at least 50 times. Yeah. That's not even exaggerating. And I could watch it again and yeah. again and again. And you'll always spot something new every time you watch it. Um, mine isn't zombie-related. Uh, my favourite film of all time is... Uh, Encanto. Encanto? 
I've only seen it once. No way, I've seen it about three times. <laughs> You've seen it more than me. It definitely doesn't make anywhere near my top uh, ten. Uh, my favourite film of all time would be One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Z1 gets made into a movie. Who's playing you? First of all, <laughs> what? No way. That'd be awesome. It would be awesome. Uh, I know who's playing you. Who's playing me? Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas. Always. Yeah. I don't know. Johnny He's... Vegas. Johnny Vegas would have to put on a southern accent. Johnny Vegas, though, for his... is It's just funny. Demeanor. No, yeah, he's funny, but he's stupid funny. He's stupid and he's funny and he's stupid funny. Mm. And that's what you are. Okay. That's what I married. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have had Sean Locke. Unfortunately, he passed away um, a year or so ago, so yeah, he would have been my Sean. choice. He was amazing. I love yeah. Sean Locke. And he would, have, you know, he would have had my deadpan moments down. Definitely, yeah. Well, what about for you? Who would play you? Who would play me? Um, someone short. Who's going to play me? I would have said Roisin Connerty. Yeah. For you. The, the blonde lady. The blonde lady with the curly hair. quite lippy and has got an attitude. Proper mouthy. Yeah. yeah. But, like, doesn't care. Yeah. That's... So that's that's kind of you, really. When, when you're dealing with me, anyway. Yeah, definitely. When you're dealing with other people... I'm lovely. I'm a delight. You, you are an absolute treasure. I am, yeah. But just... That's why everybody loves me. <laughs> just when it's come down to me and we're on our own... Because you it, know the true me. In an apocalypse. And, and so do the listeners. <laughs> you, you will give me jib. Uh, yeah, I agree, yeah. Roisin is, is mouthy and funny. Talk straight, mm-hmm. yeah. She sounds like me. And can probably handle herself as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. The one out of Afterlife, um, Kerry Godleman. Oh, yeah. Ricky Gervais's other half. Yeah, yeah. She's a, uh, an equally fine straight actor and a comic actor also. Why are you picking blonde wives? No, she's brunette, isn't she? No. No, she's brunette. She's blonde. Look, show your picture. Oh, she's kind of blonde. She's blonde. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something, Aaron? Would you prefer a blonde wife? No. <laughs> uh, has the lettuce in a local subway gone brown yet? Rumour has it it never expires. And that's from Andy at Picture the Scene. Thanks for your question, Andy. Go check out his pod. It is magnificent, along with the lovely Rachel. Um, we haven't got a subway anymore. No, the local subway closed down before COVID. Mm. Which is really annoying because it was before we moved to this house, mm-hmm. which is right next to where the subway was. Yeah, we're literally <laughs> maybe a, just round the corner, a hundred yards away yeah. from what would have been subway. That would have been great, and now it's been replaced by a Greg's, and I'm pretty sure they have, do not do lettuce. No, there's no lettuce in Greg's. They don't do salad of any sort. No, where have you got to um, go for the nearest subway? Subway's Watchfield. Watchfield. Yeah. Here's one from W. Keith Timms. Uh, go check his uh, first episode of Podcast Out, as well as Book of Constellations, fantastic audio drama, and A Love Talker, uh, up-and-coming audio drama. Looking forward to that one. He asks, who does or has done the best zombie groans you have used so far? Not me. <laughs> Not you. Well, we have used you, used and abused you, um, a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. That came out wrong. Uh, but as a as a zombie, um, in a couple of episodes, when, when we needed female zombies and I couldn't quite get the pitch. You were never good at it. Well, you gave it a go. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you, you were a better shuffler than you were a, <laughs> than you were a zombie groaner. Yeah, my mum and dad were always telling me to pick my feet up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, for a bit of background then, uh, most of the zombie uh, noises you hear in seasons one and two are performed. Is that the right word? Performed yeah. by me? Acted out. Yeah. And then in season three, we started using um, a company called Facilian Studios. Uh, in the meantime, we asked a few people to send in their moans and groans, and quite a lot of you did it, and we used most of what we received. I can tell you the best thing we uh, never used, and that was from Dustin of Sandman Stories. Now, if you haven't heard Sandman Stories, it's uh, a collection of tales from around the world, a lot of the time with morals, and they're intended to relax you. And Dustin has this wonderfully smooth talking voice that just puts you in that zone, you know? And he sent his efforts along and they were great and we used some. And he sent about seven or eight of these different groans. Halfway through, he suddenly went, brains. <laughs> we couldn't use it because it was, uh, you know, it's talking and our zombies don't talk. But those, those are the best ones we didn't use. Probably the best ones we used, I reckon the kids, don't you? Yeah, definitely. They put their heart and soul into it. They went mental for it. It was great hearing them all just going, I'm a zombie, I'm a zombie. And because it was kids, we let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, from the children's story in season one, uh, the uh, the kids, they did the best zombie noises. Uh, we really loved them for it. It was great. We do have a lot of people to thank. Not only our wonderful listeners, our friends, our family, and the good people of Farringdon, but also our fellow indie podcasters. These fine, hard-working bunch have been incredibly supportive and inspiring to us over the last 12 months. So, as a reward for their loyalty, we're going to plonk them in the middle of Farringdon and into a virtual zombie apocalypse for a year. Dun, dun, dun. We picked one person from 50 different podcasts to join us. So we're in this, Katie. Yeah. But we're not together. No. You're looking forward Imagine to it? Imagine enough of you. Imagine <laughs> You're always keeping me down. Down. <laughs> I could never reach my full potential with you around. <laughs> so we're starting with 52 people. Right. How many can survive? Me. Will they find... <laughs> <laughs> Will they find food, weapons or vehicles? Will they turn on each other, battle royale style or band together? to fight off the Zents. Ultimately, will they survive? Let's find out in our Farringdon Simulator. January. Most of our beloved indie podcasters settled into the zombie apocalypse and survived comfortably, though there were several close calls for Emma of Two Pints of Brew, who was adamant that her iron brew would dissolve the Zeds. The reality was that it only served to get them addicted to the fizzy flavour, and they ended up chasing her all over town for it. Plenty of pod fam, though, were on hand to help her out. Kia, from No Return Podcast, got injured, tripping over loose pavement in the dark, but is taken in by Jamie of Talking Dad UK. Also injured in separate incidents were Aaron of Z1. Oh, Jesus. Covid. What? Vinny. <laughs> Vinny of Chat Smash, a pre-apocalypse STD. 
Oh, Vinny. I hope it's pre-apocalypse. And Matt of Second Fiddles, attacked by a fox. Thomas of the Blue Moon podcast accesses a vehicle, a 2008 Volkswagen Golf, no less. Let's hope he can drive. We do, though, sadly, have to say goodbye to one podcaster. And believe us, the chances of this happening so early on were slim. It's Alex of Allegedly Podcast, who died on the 15th of January, caught by the Zeds around the back of the car park where Budgins used to be. Go listen to his pod twice. You don't deserve that. (laughs) Dying first off. (laughs) February, 51 survivors. A bitter chill descended into the town of Farringdon during February as temperatures plummeted. With no internet, no one could ask Google for a weather report, but the general consensus was amongst the survivors left, was that it was brass monkeys. Eight inches of snow made life difficult for our podcasters, and some of them didn't make it. Matt of Second Fiddle succumbed to his injuries on 17th of February. DT of Space Castle couldn't evade the zombies, slipping on ice in Pie Street on the 18th of February. John of Gather the Suspects got mauled at the cycle park on the 24th. Two days later, on the 26th, Mama Dawn from Dead to the World became Undead to the World down the hobble, which is a footpath for the ones that don't know. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an alleyway. (laughs) Katie of Z1 and Skylar from Omega Star 7 joined forces to form a team. Yes. Now I'm going to survive. Yeah. Are you chucking me in for a younger model? Yeah. Vinny of Chat Smash (laughs) survived and was in good spirits despite a second month being held up with his STD. Brenna from Care and Feeding of Werewolves brought him some food from a distance. We're now into March with 47 survivors. March was quite a brutal month as more podcasters started switching sides to the undead army. Wake of Corrosion Sean went early on on the 1st, followed by Brian of Playlist Wars on the 7th, Aaron of Z1 on the 8th. <laughs> bye bye, Aaron. What? Oh, it's my game. Bye, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sulking now. Me and Skylar are cheering you on. <laughs> I mean, mourning your death. <laughs> uh, Jeff, the indie podfather, on the 22nd also went down, and Mike from Neatcast on the 28th. All brown bread, all by zombies. After less than a month, Team Katie and Skylar, Team Kayla, agreed to go their separate ways amicably. Aww. You're split already? Aww. Yeah, I'm better off on my own. <laughs> <laughs> In brighter news, Leo from Voluntary Input and Dustin from Sandman Stories find weapons. Leo discovered a stainless steel rake and Dustin a cordless angle grinder with half a battery left. Susie of I Love Lucifer finds keys to a car, a 2014 Kia Picanto. Nice. Nice. Nothing else happened. <laughs> Okay, April. Our survivors couldn't get too comfortable this month as a Zed horde swarmed into every street, side alley and town park of Farringdon. You couldn't move for bumping into the undead and many podcasters were eaten so quickly the zombies got indigestion. Emma from Two Pints of Brew gave up trying to kill zombies and fled Farringdon on the 1st of April without killing a single one. She was never seen again. Chrissy from Madison on the Air fell into the roadwork pit at Park Road and was greeted by many Zeds with open mouths. That was on the 3rd. Alex from Stench of Adventure, 6th of April, got caught window shopping outside Costa Coffee. B from Green Cows Don't Fly, 
broke into the SO garage and was eaten by several staff members trapped inside on the 9th of April. On the 15th of April, Dawn from Scottish Murders was too busy exploring the back alleys of Farringdon and didn't notice a swarm of zombies approaching. Tina from Malice After Midnight got lost on the 23rd of April and then surrounded by zombies on Marine Drive. Mark of 100 Things We Learned From Film had absolutely no business being on Nurse Review and got eaten by some very posh zombies, though we went out fighting Zeds who were former Tory voters on the 29th of April. On the outskirts of town, Kona from And Then They Were Gone podcast was accidentally downed by Thomas of Blue Moon speeding in his vehicle. He also perished in the collision 23rd of April. Oh dear. Brett from Out of the Fishbowl found a much-needed food package which he shared with Callie of Horrendous Podcast. Okay, May. 33 survivors left. The clean-up from the horde begins and in doing so, Julie from 19 Nocturne Boulevard slips on some zombie intestines and breaks her arm. Bernie at Hallmark of Greatness and MJ from Oracle of Dusk find resources to help them through the month. Other podcasters, though, were not so lucky. Joining the Zeds in May were Andrew from Picture the Scene, went out in a brave but ultimately futile 1v6 battle in Coxwell Road on the 12th of May. Susie from I Love Lucifer decided to check out Farringdon's smallest nightclub and was trapped by Zeds on the 13th of May. Do we actually have a nightclub? The Narrows. It's not a nightclub, it's a bar. (laughs) (laughs) A very small bar. Uh, Steve from Bad Scripts, who up until this point had spent his entire time in Sudbury House Hotel, accidentally fell to his death on the 21st of May. Skylar from Omega Star 7 went out happy, mauled by Zeds at the Adventure Playground in Tucker Park on the 28th of May. There are 29 survivors left. June. Perhaps the warmer weather lulled our podcasters into a false sense of security as we lost nine legends of indie podcasting during this month. Julie of 19 Nocturne Boulevard on the 5th of June was no doubt hampered by that broken limb. On the 17th of June, Empty Coins of Delivery decided to go for a run one morning and never made it back. Kia of No Return volunteered to look for him and suffered the same fate, which is kind of apt for his podcast. For all we know, they went off to make wonderful audio drama together, yeah, let's uh, let's pretend that happened. Brendan of Unsheft got caught in the underpass between two gangs of zombies, like a scene out of the Warriors on the 19th of June. Chris from What the Fuck Do You Want held an open-air concert to honour fallen podcasters all by himself and was eaten during a punky but no less moving rendition of Everybody's Talking by Harry Nilsson. That was on the 20th of June. Anoop from A Walk Within and Danny from Podchat caught up in the same zombie fight and both lost on the 27th of June. Pixie from Next on Stage 1 got tangled up on the rope bridge on Marlborough Gardens and was essentially a fly caught in the web for the Zeds on the 28th of June. Haptic from Through the Fog tried to be resourceful and look for weapons in Screwfix but found only zombies on the 29th of June. July. And after a meeting at the Corn Exchange for the biannual Survivors Club, a vote was held as to whether our podcasters would group off into teams. 14 podcasters agreed to help each other and stay in larger groups, while six preferred to go it alone. The lone wolves were Bernie of Hallmark of Greatness, Jay Henry of Canary PI, Vinny of Chat Smash, Chrissy of Danger Dames, 
Dustin of Sandman Stories. And Callie of Horrendous Podcast. A possible reason for Vinny to want to fly solo was that he found a food package secretly and Bernie found a weapon, a fire extinguisher. The decisions proved to be good ones as no podcast of fatalities were reported, though a few came close. JD of Dark Days, Bright Nights was rescued by Jamie of Talking Dad UK in the Market Square. Kelly Madden of Drunk Theory was saved in the nick of time by Leo Allen on Canada Lane. Kay of Fuck My Work Life was the saviour of Ed of Inspector pretty much everywhere he went. Ed seemed to be a zombie magnet during this month. But all survived and we all go into August. Things got tough for the remaining survivors in August as a blistering heatwave hit Farringdon. Two weeks of solid sunshine was followed by two weeks of continuous storms. Despite a close shave for JD of Dark Days, Bright Nights, the rest of the group remained relatively unscathed. For those going it alone, though, it was a different story, as Chrissy of Danger Dames on the 7th of August and Dustin of Sandman Stories on the 29th of August were killed by Zeds. Chrissy went for a swim in Farringdon Lakes and Dustin got sneak attacked on the very windy road of London Street. Remember, remember the 6th of September as our group of podcasters were settling down for the night at their base at the Corn Exchange. They were surprise attacked by a ravenous wandering horde in the middle of the night. Five perished. MJ of Oracle of Dusk. That Love podcast. W. Keith Timms of Book of Constellations. James of the Sleep Pod. Ed of Inspector. In the mass confusion and panic, Kelly of Drunk Theory was accidentally killed by Leo, the same person who saved her two months prior. Devastated, Leo decides to leave the group. Dean of that effing show was supposed to be on watch, but fell asleep. He was asked to leave the group, to which he said, fair enough. October, 12 survivors. Four podcasters are lost during a wild and windy month. Jamie of Talking Dad went sightseeing at the Folly Tower and only found Zed's. On the 12th. Vinny of Chat Smash visited the Fitness UK gym on the 13th and never came out alive. Leo Allen of Voluntary Input somehow wounded himself swinging his rake and was easy pickings for the Zeds on the 15th. Jay Henry of Canary PI got caught on a food run on the 25th. Other news, Katie of Z1 is taken ill <gasps> and no. decides to leave the group to recover alone. Yeah, I've always said I'm better off on my own. Bernie of Hallmark of Greatness gets her fire extinguisher stuck in a Zed's torso, but escapes before it realises. <laughs> before it realises. November. Two months to go. Eight oh. survivors left. Can we make it? Can we? Well, can no, I make it? I'm You're dead. already dead. I'm well gone. You're well dead. <laughs> a group of bandits, scallywags and out-of-towners sweep through Farringdon, raiding anything they find. But word gets out around quickly... And most podcasters stay out of sight. Brett of Out of the Fishbowl sacrificed himself to allow JD of Dark Days, Bright Nights to escape the Raiders on the 14th of November. Dean from That Effing Show fled Farringdon on the 23rd. Katie recovers from illness. Yes, I do. But decides to remain away from the group. Very wise. <laughs> <laughs> Brenna finds the final food package of the year and shares with everyone. Oh, very nice, very nice. There are six indie podcasters left. Let's roll the dice and see how they get on. I've got this. Got this in the bag, Aaron. You've got this in the bag, have got you? This in the bag. Let's find out. Brenna from Care and Feeding of Werewolves. Did she survive? 
Did she survive? She survived. She consistently helped others out and never really put herself in any real danger. Yeah, that's the way you play the game. That's the way, the to play, way the game. you play the game. Pick another one. Uh, Bernie. Bernie. Bernie from Hallmark of Greatness. Unfortunately, Bernie died oh, on the 21st of December from food poisoning. She was warned that those rum truffles were out of date. Ah, uh, yeah. The rum she, truffles will get you. She nearly made it. Oh, damn it. Who's next? Uh, Callie. Callie. Callie from Horrendous. She survived. Not the most prolific of zombie killers. She quietly went about her business and enjoyed her experience overall in Farringdon. Well done, Callie. Um, who's next? Uh, Kay. Kay or Katie? No, Kay. Kay? Kay from Fuck My Work Life not only survived, but also killed more than her fair share of zombies. She downed 44 over the year. Well done, Kay. Uh, who's left? JD. JD from Dark Days, Bright Nights can count himself very lucky to have made it, but he did survive. Does that only leave me? That only that leaves me. That only leaves me. You. Did I make it? Did I make it? Katie from Z1. I'd like to think I made it. All the training we've the had. The votes have been All the verified. training we've had in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the votes have been verified and counted from all around the world. <laughs> you did indeed survive. Yay! Well done. Despite, despite illness late on, your local knowledge was a huge benefit to your survival. Yeah, it was, yeah. And staying on my own. And staying on your own. <laughs> well, you did join up with Skylar. Yeah, I joined up with Skylar. That was fun for a while, yeah, yeah. We watched you die and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check where I died. I died on Folly View Road. Oh, in our old street. I didn't get out of our street. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, so that's been us for this anniversary special. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, and we'll be back in a few weeks' time with no more stuff for Z1 episode 6 on its way. Did you get me some chocolates? Chocolates? For our anniversary? No, oh, I forgot. Shoot. Oh. With flowers. With flowers. Weeds. Weeds. <laughs> Wild flowers. Wild flowers. <laughs> Covered in zombie juice.